This is Cats at Night with John Katsimatidis. And you're a classic example of the people who built this country. On 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Now on the line for us right now, we have Hannah Myers. She is the Director of Policing and Public Safety at the Manhattan Institute. Her writing has appeared in numerous publications from the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, the New York Post. It goes on and on. Welcome to Cats at Night, Hannah Myers. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Hannah, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. I read your article. It was very troubling indeed because most people don't know how important the line assistant district attorneys are in getting the job done for protecting the public. Could you explain this, please? Absolutely. And and one of the things that's so troubling is how many are leaving in, in droves. And it's been a few years now, but especially this year, we're seeing in Manhattan, 12% of the staff at the Manhattan DA's office has left. That's 65 line prosecutors. Those are the people who represent you and me when we are the victims of a crime. If your mother is walking down the street and gets punched and someone takes her wedding ring, these are the people who you need to, to represent her you know, in order to get justice. And it's not only that prosecutors are leaving, it's the experienced prosecutors who have the know-how in order to um, try difficult cases like shootings and, and cases that involve violence. And it's becoming harder and harder for DA's offices to bring in um, any kind of prosecutor with experience. And so we're seeing more and more workload falling, falling on those who are left, who as well have to be training the, the, the young blood who are coming in. And, and it's really a crisis. And so much of it are policies that make it so impossible to to see justice served. Um, you know, people become a prosecutor, not because they're going to get rich and, and not for any kind of notoriety usually, but just because they find it gratifying to represent the people in court against against criminals. And um, policies are making it such that it's really impossible for them to see cases through and to see justice done, and it becomes incredibly ungratifying and demoralizing job. Hannah, this is Craig Eaton. My, my son and his wife were prosecutors for eight years and they just left about six months ago. And, and it's the same problem. Everyone in their trial bureau, in their trial bureaus has gone. And I think yes. it has a lot to do with the discovery reform. Now you have to open, open yes. file discovery. They're working 24 hours a day. Um, they're not, no one's prosecuting anything anymore with the bail reform. Everyone in the office, they're just getting so frustrated with the system. And I don't know what we're going to do because all of the experience is gone. You're and what is the catalyst behind all of this extra work and paperwork, Craig? In the, the discovery, what happened is they yeah. came up with a new law that you have to, this open file discovery. The prosecutor has to disclose everything to the defense attorney. They have to give the names, phone number, and so contact information. So from the bail reform. No, no, discovery reform. It was oh, part, oh, of, it was part to, of that package, package of legislation. Yeah. But they have right. to give the names, address, and phone numbers of the victim and all the witnesses so now, so now who, who, wants, who wants to go forward and testify? Who wants to go forward as a victim right. or a witness to a crime when now they're afraid that the defendant um, can come after them? They know where they live. They know where they work. You know, and the, the shocking... Uh, in addition to... Mm, oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. Hannah Myers, go ahead. Uh, well, the, the burden of discovery reform, which passed just like two and a half years ago, is so before the prosecutor only had to make sure that the defendant, you know, and his attorney had... Whatever exculpatory evidence, whatever witness statements, whatever the meat was that they were going to use in their arguments and trial. And discovery reform changed that so that, first of all, prosecutors had to hand over all material in at first 15 days. Now it's more like 25 days that they have, but it's a very short turnaround. Otherwise, the case gets dismissed. And not only is it all witness uh, 
details about their lives that is endangering and and really prevents witnesses from coming forward. But it's every memo book that any police officer who walked by the scene, you know, if there's a brawl and the seventh police officer walks up to that brawl and asks someone, did you see anything? And they say, I didn't see anything. And they decide to write that witness statement down. If the prosecutor doesn't get their hands on that memo book and hand it over to the defense attorney in those 20 days, the whole case gets thrown out. It doesn't matter how irrelevant. Every piece of body-worn you know, body camera footage, every piece of surveillance footage. Now, if there's an expert going to testify, you need the last 10 a list of all their publications and tests they've taken in the last 10 years. You need to redact everything that needs to get redacted. It's an incredible and unbelievable burden, and that's why we see it. And I do think discovery reform is the number one thing for prosecutors out because of how impossible it is. But now we're down to only about 21% of cases, that's felonies and misdemeanors in New York City. Are the prosecutors even able to file a certificate of compliance on the discovery material in enough time for the case to go forward? And and so we and imagine if that was your job, you know, and you knew that no matter you stay up all night working, you're only going to get 20 percent. And in the Manhattan, that's 15 percent of these cases are uh, they're actually getting able to comply in time. And that the means those cases are dismissed. Those other the cases kid, are that's dismissed. Why we had that kid that shot the cop and it got thrown out and all that. Yeah. The kid that shot the other yeah. one. That's why we're, this is you see happening. the tragedy. The tragedy of it is, is that the people who wrote this law up in Albany didn't speak to the people who do the job doing the work. They didn't speak to the judges. They didn't speak to the cops. They didn't speak to the prosecutors. They just made this stuff up out of whole cloth. They put this burden on the system, and then they're surprised that the system is unraveling. But because we're losing these seasoned prosecutors, it's a generational issue. The seasoned guys could tell you, this is what we normally do if someone mugs. They get a year in jail. We push for this. The new guys are being told, let them out. Bragg's telling him, that's it, yeah. let him out. Hannah Myers, we're running out of time. Any last thing you'd want to, you want to tell uh, New Yorkers, the American people? Um, it really is a matter of if we don't change these policies, we're not going to have people who are going to represent us in court against criminals. Um, and so many of these policies, people are not recognizing that, as with discovery, uh, you know, the, the number of cases getting dismissed went from 41 percent two years ago. Now, 70 percent of felonies and misdemeanors in New York are getting dismissed. And a the lot criminals are on the street. Reform. And the criminals, the criminals are on the are street. On the street. Yeah. yeah, and even though local local DAs, their their policies are making a big difference in how disgruntled, it really is statewide policies as well. It's hugely important. Well, thank you for coming on, and thank you all guys, uh, Judge Weinberg, Craig Eaton, uh, Tony Carbonetti, Lydia Serrani. What do, what do we stand for here? Truth, Truth justice, justice, and, and the, the American way. way.